Hey guys, this is Luke, your host. You're listening to Able Podcast. I've got a special guest, my friend Shane Thomas. He works as a nurse. Hey Shane, how you doing? Yeah, very well, Luke. How are you? Very good. How are you? I'm good. How are you going? I'm very good. Yeah. So what specifically do you do in nurse? As a nurse, at the moment, uh, I'm not really working at any hospital or anything like that, but I'm currently studying at uni and and my area that I like is surgery. Surgery? Mm. Wow, surgery. Is it, in what particular in surgery do you like? Because how, how, what I'm trying to basically say is how did you, you know, get into the surgery part of, of nursing? Okay, so to be more specific, like the heart, so surgeries of the heart is my main area of focus, basically. How I got into it is, so when when you're doing your nursing course, they sent you on something called a practical rotation, where you gain experience in the field. And essentially, you get to travel around, you get to do all kinds of surgeries, such as heart, all of it, basically, brain, plastics, you name it. And the one that I really like is is cardiothoracic surgery, which is uh, hearts and lungs. Hearts and lungs. (laughs) That's right. What else? Besides the nursing, right? Okay. That's good and all, right? Okay. Besides nursing, what else do you like doing? Ooh, besides nursing, I do like uh, music. Basically, listen to music 24-7, whether that is driving from point A to point B, working out, or... Yeah, music is a big part of my daily life. I can see that. I don't know. I do like techno, house, beat... Uh, jazz, classical music, basically rap, uh, a wide variety of, of music, especially that has, over the years in DJing, my music palette has evolved, and there's a type of music for every occasion. You're not going to listen to rock at a funeral, or, or you might, but uh, just it just depends what the occasion is, and I do like all kinds of music just depends on what the activity is what do you mean by activity so uh, for example when i'm trying to relax and 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 meditate i'll probably put some sort of waterfall sounds and some birds in the background rainforest type when i'm working out i'll probably put something a little bit more upbeat a little bit probably even a little kind of uh, rock a little bit of ACDC, kind of a little bit more aggressive, and that kind of gives me a different mental state. And as you're you're working out, because I feel like music changes your mood and and allows you to do different things for different settings and and yeah, yeah. Because when when they the people work out, they need their energy, right? That's right. Yeah. So there's no point listening to something mm. cool, calm, and collected. <laughs> nothing nothing relaxing yeah that's right so especially me when, when it comes to working out, i do like something a little bit aggressive and just lifting some heavy weights throwing that around and yeah. and yeah makes a good workout yeah. so you said you're a dj just earlier what 
What kind of DJ? So when I was DJing, well, it depends on the venue again, but mainly my, what I really enjoyed was trance, techno and house was, was the main type I was playing. But obviously if you're some nightclub, you would want to play commercial and things that some people, yeah, yeah, some punk pop stuff. Yeah. All sorts yes. of commercial radio, unedited, not so yeah. much underground yeah. music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about yourself? That's you like soft. music? Yeah, I actually uh, produce music sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's it's fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes it stresses me out. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of the thing in the music if you're a producer. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It's a little bit like a bit of a catch twenty two, isn't it? It's like uh, it's, a, it's a bit of a kick. Yeah. So so me. I get like you get stressed. Okay. So 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 you use it so to relax, but at the same time it stresses you out, is it? <laughs> uh, yeah, sort of. A yeah. little bit of both end kind of things. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly the same actually. Back when you're you're trying to put when I was DJing, trying to put a playlist together, you know, you enjoy playing music and enjoy DJing, but at the same time, it comes with all the late hours and and the frustration of what works, and, and at the same time, you need to be flexible with, because you might have pre-done a playlist, but you get to a venue, and when you're reading your crowd, it has to change. Some people, you have to adapt and, and yeah, and that can be frustrating. You spend hours preparing a playlist and you get to somewhere and that playlist is just absolute no-go and you have to do, <laughs> think of your feet and do something different. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I remember when I had my 18th party and I had to do my playlist. It was like, there was a lot of songs. That's right. Like I said to my friends... Just <laughs> put all those songs just in party and stuff. It was just, you know, the fun and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Besides music, what else do you like? Besides music, I like anything with an engine and that goes fast. <laughs> so, motorbikes, cars, whatever's got an engine and I can drive it, ride it. That's also, yeah, what I like. I like taking things apart, putting them back together, working on cars, working on bikes, working on basically anything that that uses fuel and and has an exhaust is, is my kind of thing. Sounds fun. Yeah, what about yourself? <coughs> do, you, do, you, do you have any any bikes or motorbikes, quad bikes or anything I've, like that? I've got an... I've got a quad bike at a friend's farm, actually. An XTM. Ooh. Uh, yeah, just short for like, extreme. Right. Bike. I should know, know what the brand is. Mm-hmm. Never heard of it when I got it. <laughs> yep, yep. And that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Do you work on it yourself or...? or you... No. <laughs> no? Okay. Well, you, you, just, you just like to ride it and yeah. just... Go as fast as you can, I'm sure. Yeah, 125cc, I believe. Oof, that is a lot of power. I think. I'm not sure. Not certainly. Not certain. Okay. Um, yeah. Think so. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool, yeah. I uh, also, I actually do have... Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a quad bike, unfortunately. 
maybe later on down the track. <laughs> but I do have a motorbike, which is a 250. So Oof. it's not it's not super fast, but it is adequate and I think anything more than that I'll probably be a little bit stupid on it because <laughs> I do I do I did buy a 650 as well but the power is just insane and and yeah so I think the 250 is is ideal for me right now where I'm at I'm guessing it's so loud it is very very loud yeah when you go Whoom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. The exhaust is pretty good. I did put in, in an upgraded aftermarket exhaust, which gave, gives it a little bit more power, makes it a little bit louder, so that when you're driving around, it's a little bit safer. People can hear you, but it's not obviously excessively yeah. loud that people are scared as, as you're driving past them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, how long have you been riding motorbikes for, actually? Or, or quad bike, I should say. Been uh, since I got it, which I think. So I'm between now. So I think I've got it when I was around about sixteen, seventeen ish. Okay. Just just recently, actually. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So what about, what about you for your for your bike? Well, whew. I've also kind of recently. Kind of recently, I've basically, for the last, what would I say, started to learn about three years ago, three years, three years, four years ago, that's when I first got, I first started on a moped actually, <laughs> uh, a little 50cc, I was taking that to uni, that was cool, but the issue with that is it only goes, I think it was 45 k per hour or so. And some of the roads I was taking, which was back streets, was only, it was like 70, 70 k's an hour or so roads. But being a small moped, it would only go 45 kilometers an hour. And it was kind of dangerous uh, riding at night, cars overtaking and, and blocking traffic. So that's when I, that's when it first started, the passion for, for bikes and yeah, and and then I went, got some lessons, and started on a 125. Little Honda, little Cruiser, 125. That was fun. I thought it was the biggest motorbike machine at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was scary, the 125. Anyways, I learned. Passed my license, I think, on the second or third attempt. Because it's quite hard to get your motorbike license compared to your car. My car license, I just got it first go. But <laughs> motorbike, they are quite strict. And yeah, so I think I got on the second or third, as I said, attempt. And then swapped bike with, to the bike that I have now, the 250. And I've been riding that ever since. And as I said before, the one two and and I purchased another six fifty after that, and yeah, like I said, the six fifty is so much power, it is insane, and it's it's more than that I need. So the two fifty is mm. ideal, especially on fuel and power. It, it is just perfect. And then jumping on the one two five before, as I said, it was so scary and felt like such a big bike. Um, 
now mm. jumping from a 650 and a 250, jumping back on the 125, <laughs> it feels like I'm riding a bicycle now. <laughs> because it's so tiny, the, the tank is tiny, the, the bar is tiny, and the power is just, there's basically no power in the 125. But, but yeah, it's quite funny. As, as over the years progress, I'm sure I'm probably going to go to a 12,000cc or something like that further down the line. Maybe a Harley of some sort. And That's yeah. a lot. It is a lot of power. But, but yeah, and I will need to upgrade my license as well. Because at the moment, I am restricted to a 650. So if I want to remove the restriction, I have to go for something called an open license. Which is even harder. Obviously, more power more responsibility and you can't just strive stupidly because at the end of the day if, if you come off a, a motorcycle it's quite fatal can be can be quite fatal especially if you don't have the right gear so you're speaking about cars mm-hmm. earlier like you've got your car license like yes. that yeah like yes. that. what kind of car do you have Ooh, i've got i've got a couple but my main one is <laughs> the one that I love is is my WRX. So yeah, it's a turbocharged car, super loud exhaust, probably obnoxiously loud. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely legal. And uh, that's probably my favorite. I've had this car now for about nine years, and yeah, the WRX had it for about nine years. Looked after it. Basically, I got it when I first bought it nine years ago. It was stock. Nothing done to it. Stock exhaust. Stock everything, which was great. So it was less than... <coughs> it was less than 100. Whoops. Yeah? Sorry. Okay. Oh, sorry. Do you want to start over? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whoops. That's okay. So, nine years ago... Oh, jeez. My face was really close to that. <laughs> <laughs> the camera. Alright, we'll start over. Three, two, one. Yeah. Nine years ago, um, when I first bought the car, it was basically stock. Nothing was done to it. It was, yeah, ex- stock exhaust. Uh, stock everything, which was great. I think it was less than 100Ks on the clock. So it was fairly good, Nick. There was nothing. Yeah, and, uh, and ever since over the years, I've added things, upgraded the brake, the suspension, the engine, the exhaust system, the sound system, you name it. And uh, and yeah, and it is probably one of the cleanest cars, cleanest WRX that you'll find because I made sure that I was, well, I mean, I did buy it as a P-Plater, <laughs> but the thing is, they usually say P-Plater usually molest those uh, those kind of cars because they put all sorts of crazy things and not tuning them properly, but I've, everything I've done, I mean, as I said, I love working on cars and I can do anything from bumper to bumper, but I've always took the Rex to a specialist, not even your normal mechanic, a Subaru specialist, this two in Perth, and they've always done everything to the car, full logbook history, service history, you name it, and and yeah, lots, costs a lot of money to be a car guy, unfortunately, but it's my pride and joy, and, and yeah, and she just clicked over 250,000 Case and and yeah, 
as I said, it, it's very costly to be a car guy, but I'd rather that than <coughs> something else. What about yourself? Are you a bit of a car guy or just a motorbike, two-wheel kind of guy? I'm a, I'm a car guy. In fact, since you actually got a WRX. Yeah, I actually like WRXs as well. But if you got a black one, or if you... I do, mine is oh, black, yeah. Oh, oh, I was just, you know, randomly saying that. Anyways, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. That's cool. Well, I would actually get mine in blue, because my, that's my favorite color. Right. Yeah, so... Ooh, that's yeah. cool. So, so yeah. alright, blue's your... Yeah. Uh, Funny you're saying blue's your favorite color. Black yeah. is, is usually my favorite color as well. I do like my car black, and unfortunately, <laughs> there's many more disadvantages <laughs> of having a black car compared to a lighter car, like a, a white car, for example, like my yeah. youth, being a lighter car, you get more money out of it when you try to resell it, when it's hot, it doesn't get as hot, easier for the paint and cleaning, but for some reason, I like the the hard things, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> because it's harder to maintain and, and the, like, the slightest bit of dirt that gets on it, you see it. Unlike in yeah. a, a white car, yeah, which yeah. is... But yeah, that's my favourite colour. Yeah. And yeah. A black? Or blue? Yeah, yeah, black cars. Black cars, yeah. Yeah. Blue's mine, but unfortunately I can't drive because okay. of my procedures and all that mm-hmm. stuff, which is crap and stuff, yeah. Okay. It's crap. <laughs> But I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll live. <laughs> That's it. And one day you will, you will, I'm sure, you'll be able to, to drive your own car or yeah, even, or even, or even buy that, that yeah. car, that blue car, that blue WRX and maybe have someone drive it around or drive you around, you know, in it. And it'd be in your car anyways. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. You will. You will. I'm sure you will. What is the famous question? So, okay, what are any so so what are any, any setback that I might have had in life, or or what are yeah. some difficult things that I've had to overcome in life? Oh, okay. Or or what what was the memory? Deep, that is a very deep question. That is a deep question. Shane, have you had any failures in your life? Failures, oof. Failures. That's a that's a very good question. There's been many like, many failures like, in life. I'm trying to say sorry to interrupt. As Mike, talk through about your failures. Okay. Well, failures. It has there has been a lot of. I don't see see life as failures as such, because there's always things that you can overcome. But I've definitely had many challenges in life. And for example, as you can probably tell, is I don't have quite an Australian accent. That's because I migrated here about 11 years ago from Mauritius, not speaking a word of English, leaving, I think it was year 10, I think at the time, which is a very important school term for, for most kids, high school. Not speaking a word of English, coming here to Australia as my parents are migrated here and basically having to learn a whole new different language uh, which was English having to go to school and actually do well and and graduate year 12 which which was a big challenge 
at the time, which was a big task, and helping my parents as well with their visas and and all these the applications, and that's that was quite daunting, especially for a young <coughs> fourteen or thirteen year old Shane having all these responsibilities, and and yeah, but I've what I've what I've done was I used to go to shopping centers, sit down in the middle bench type as you would find in most shopping center and, and kind of listen to people talking and hearing the interaction and how they they were talking to each other and, and how they would use those words. A little bit like a kind of like a baby, I suppose, picks up language from their parent talking and their environment. And that's basically kind of how I learned English. I started when I first started in, they put me back in your tent. They made me do ESL, which was English as a second language with other people that basically spoke very minimal to no English. At year 10, by the time I did year 11, I was in, in the intermediate English, which was like a two-way sort of thing, just above ATAR. So I did pick it up quite fast. I did well and overcome that. And basically, I remember talking about another challenge. Uh, I remember for, well, after year 10 or just before getting to year 10. I can't remember. I think it was after year 10, going to year 11. At year 11, that's when I transition to the 2A English but my first semester there I remember having a meeting with the coordinator sort of work what you gonna have to do later on like when you choose your subject as you go into year 11 and 12 sort of thing as to what career you're gonna go in life and and I remember having this conversation with this woman with with my mom there and she was like look your son is a failure <laughs> and he's gonna have to be laborer or he's not even gonna be good enough to be an electrician maybe a painter which was what what her son was doing and that's what she recommended anyways my mom was like nah we'll keep him doing what he's doing and the principal actually was very supportive of that decision and didn't quite agree with the with that lady and yeah and here i am yeah and, and and a nurse being responsible of people's lives so not everyone's gonna believe in you not everyone's gonna but it shows that if you do have the courage to to persevere and push through and you'll overcome you know all these obstacles uh, i think yeah so that just kind of a challenge I had to overcome basically many challenges but I think probably those those were the biggest amongst others I mean as she said at the time <laughs> good luck getting into TAFE I think it was for for what I think what, what was it that I wanted to do business I think it was at the time <laughs> to be a bank manager all right and she was like good luck getting into TAFE with those results you never will go anywhere and here I am, being accepted in in the top universities in, in Western Australia, almost graduating. So, 
that just shows that if you put in the work and persevere you will be able to achieve whatever despite I mean at the time probably the results she probably was right that I probably would be not get anywhere but after that I was motivated to do better and I did do better and I've learned I've studied and here I am yes you are <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Shane, do you, this is weird, like a weird question, mm-hmm. but like it, this is my own, my you could, you could call it a signature question. Okay. Do you, <laughs> okay, do you have your own little motto thing? Ooh. Like, stay, in, like, for example, like, stay, like, yeah, healthy um, or inspirational. Okay, or well, I do have a few. I do have a couple things that usually gets me through anything. Well, most just, times. Just to like most times. There's two. Anything. There's two. Can I, can I do two or, or only one? Okay. So, so the first one, which I love and I always like to give to people, is you can't change the past, but you can start. You, you can start now, and change the ending. Or, or essentially, what it oh. is is you can't change the beginning, but you can start now. And change the ending. So no matter what setback you might have had in life, in the past, no matter what has happened, you can't change that. However, you can start now and change how it ends. And and that's one of my motto. And the other one is, actually I have it right here on my screen somewhere. Here you go. I can, I will... End of story. So, <laughs> are you able to see that? Yeah, I can, I will, end of story. So, basically, what it means is <laughs> I know I can do it, I will do it, and that is it. So, no matter what it takes, no matter, no matter how hard it gets, I can and I will, and that is it. No matter if it's impossible or not, I can, I will, end of story. Those are the two motos that I go by.